<laughs> yes, yes, make love to me, darling. <laughs> the wages of sin is gonorrhea, syphilis, and death. It's been so long, darling. So long. You know what God done then, don't you, boy? Yes, Blood. Take off your pants, darling. Herman! There you are, darling. There you are. Scum! Death! I'd have you come into my son's life without checking you out, but I hired you for your abilities as a teacher, not as a fortune teller. Now, don't give me any arguments. <laughs> He's gonna break! I want you out of here. After years of peaceful existence on the distant planet Valoria, Questar and his people were forced into battle. The power of their stepped crystal ripped a hole in the fabric of time, sending them backward to prehistoric Earth. Unaware that at the same moment the evil Emperor Krulos was plotting to capture the stepped crystal with his own grotesque Rulon forces. And so, the battle continues in a new place in time with Dino Riders. something for Beatman's world. <laughs> you know, they had the, the dude sitting down there with this old school rap music playing. Yeah. And he's making a sandwich with like pickles, peanut butter, uh, anchovies, and like sand or something. You know, just random shit. He goes yeah. to a craft store and starts eating crap. Yeah. Uh, and he eats like mustard, you know, whatever's gross. Right. And he eats it. And it's just, it's so 90s. Yeah. Early nineties. It's it's something you would only find maybe ninety to ninety two. Yeah. And that's it. That's why it's so dated. And I think that's why I like it so much. Oh really? You know, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. Um of of that, you know, when the eighties when the nineties was ripping out of the nineteen eighties and it was very tough. It was a tough little that pregnancy or whatever. That transition period is really weird. I know. A lot of weird stuff came out of that. The early 90s, which is, you know, when I was basically forming my love of movies. Oh, yeah. Was with that type of stuff. So you, that probably explains why my tastes are so weird these days, you know? Well, it's like, uh, you remember, I guess it would have been 91, 92. We'd have those, uh, you know, for school. Every time we'd have to go get new shit for school on the fall. Yeah. And you'd have the book covers for the textbooks and all that. Oh, yeah. It was that denim... With those paint splashes, yeah, yeah. like neon paint splashes on it. That, those weird. That was the shapes. covers you put on the book yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, or, or something from Saved by the Bell, you know? Yeah, it was very 90s. Like neons. Remember ne- like of neons, neons and hypercolors? And yeah, just weird shapes. Yeah. Uh, Reebok pumps. Just, you know. Man, I don't want to watch Cool as Ice again. Nike so Air bad. Jordans. Back in the day, man. Um, God damn, you really got us on some shit talking about Cool as Ice. <laughs> But uh, ugh, God damn. Well, let's let's get into the '90s here and uh, see if we can skim over these pretty quickly. Uh, Home Alone from 1990. I like. I still like it around the holidays. I love it. Yeah, it's a great holiday movie. It's a, it's one of our traditions. It's a. It yeah. should be. You know, we watched the first and second movie every year. That second one was Tim Curry's finest moment. Man, last week I was I was telling my wife that Pennywise was that guy. It blew her fucking mind. Her, her mind exploded when when she realized that those were the same people. Man, he's well, he was in Legend too. As Darkness, oh yeah, well, yeah, he was the main guy, the main you know, uh, devil or whatever. Yeah, he's awesome in that, and that's a movie. Uh, getting back into the eighties, uh, that's a movie that's odd for me because this things about it that I absolutely love but as a movie it just doesn't click I mean, I hate to say that but it just doesn't I know it was plagued by problems but yeah. it took about three years to make because they started in 92 really and Mia not 92 but 82 and Mia Sarah was like 15 Damn. when she started filming it it didn't come out till eighty five or eighty six. <laughs> well, the set burned down. The entire set burned down. It was on the plywood set, like the James Bond set. Yeah, and the whole thing just burned to the ground. So I read that the scenes with the unicorns, they just went into a field behind the uh, the, the studios and just filmed those there. Uh, they couldn't really do anything else. But Damn. he was also in. Uh, Oh God! Scary movie too. Who is this? Tim Curry. Oh right, right. He was awesome in that. So was Chris Elliott. Chris though. Elliott, yeah. <laughs> He's somebody when he wants to be funny, he can be really, really good. Chris Elliott and David Cross going at each other in that movie, man. Oh man. I, I know people hate those movies, but Scary Movie Two is. I'm always gonna love that movie. I love it more every time I see it. Oh, I'm not ashamed of liking the second one. No. At all. I mean, the first one's okay, too. I mean, the rest of all of that, you know, uh, whatever you call that mock, you know, mock comedy bullshit, you know, the survival movie and, you know, whatever the hell else they made. Like, this new Marlon Wayans is going on the Haunted House movies now. You know, those are just garbage. Yeah, I'm not going to even mess with them. No, I saw the first one. It's not very good. Um, back into the 90s I'm trying to think of the really early 90s that's Hook yeah what do you think about Rufio <laughs> I'm, I think you've got two two crowds of people people that like Hook people that don't like Hook oh I know I've noticed that I don't it's like Hook very polarizing I don't like Hook at all uh, it, it should be good it's one of those movies that should have worked but it, it just 
even as a kid, man, I never really got into it. I didn't it. either. It was, I was the direct audience for it, and I didn't like it. No. We were, what, you know, 11 when it came out or something? 10. 10 or 11. I was I'm not sure what time of year it came out. That was 91. 91, you're right. Probably so. Of course, Spielberg comes from that. I guess right after that, Jurassic Park comes out. Yeah, I was about to mention that one. himself. Um, and then that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Well, I guess you've got uh, Saving Private Ryan. was probably his last good movie. Not here. Man, well, i got to say, I like Munich. His Munich. war stuff is... I'm not seeing Lincoln, but if he sticks with that war stuff or history... He seems to be okay. He's just changed. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, I, I, I've got no problem with the person changing as long as they stick with their strengths. I just wish he had not done War of the Worlds. Yeah. Because I really wanted to like War of the Worlds more than I did. That's kind of one that you almost forget about. I I love the tripods. I'm glad that we went back to that design. Because the book is my favorite book of all time. Right. And uh, even though I like the 53 movie, I really kind of wish I could have seen the tripods. Right. Ray Harryhausen wanted to do War of the Worlds, but George Powell got the rights. Right. And so he went with those that really cool swan yeah, yeah. kind of design. Uh, and I love those. Those are really iconic. Right. But uh, it's not the tripods, which is what I think of. Right. And... Uh, so it was cool seeing those, but uh, the aliens were like dog shit. Now, they were like absolute asshole. <laughs> I hated those aliens uh, when they showed up. That three legs playing with bicycles and shit. Yeah. It just, that took me out of the movie. Um, Tim Robbins being eight feet tall and batshit crazy. <laughs> well, Tim Robbins is probably about eight feet tall compared to. Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, he's quite holding him like a baby. <laughs> you know, he literally, he literally picks well, him up Cruise and holds him like, like a five, child. Six. He is like a foot taller than Tom Cruise. He holds him and and recites his word, his, you know, his, the script to him. You know, and he's cuddling him and he's like breastfeeding him or something. Dude, you know? I'm going to be honest. I haven't Jesus. seen that movie since the theater. I've seen it the one time. Man, I, I saw it twice. I, just because there are aspects I like. There, um, there are aspects of the movie that, that I like, right? Like, I like the, uh, I forget what you call the walkers. The tripods. The tripods, okay. Yeah. Right, right. I like their, I thought they were cool. I like the noise they made. Man, the foghorn sound? Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was Spielberg right yeah. there to me. Uh, it was all the other background, you know, uh, character, all the writing between the characters, and it just felt like a lot of unnecessary bullshit when I just want to see aliens, you know? It was a viewpoint he took with the story that hurt it. It didn't, it didn't have to hurt it, but it kind of did. The only time you really get a sense of that apocalyptic aspect of that is when they show the news footage of the tripods just destroying the, the city. Yeah. You know, it was all spotty and, you know... That's what you want, though. Yeah. I, mean, I needed to see a little bit more of that, but it was it was nice to see that in the red weed from the book, even though the red weed yeah. was kind of different. Um, well... But, yeah, we went into the 2000s, I didn't we? Well, no, I mean, to continue on with that movie, yeah, I don't know why we're talking about 2000s now, but... 
Tom Hanks was like a fucking forklift operator in that movie. Tom Tom Cruise. Sorry, <laughs> it's a Tom. Oh, damn, I was trying to think. Tom Tom Cruise was a forklift operator, right? He he worked on a loading dock. Whatever. Yeah, a qualified. Whatever. I'm sure, a forklift. Well, whatever. The fucking we'll foreman of the. He he worked one of those crane games. Whatever. You know, you find in a movie theater or something, one sure. of those crane games, that's what he did. Oh, That yes. was his job. Okay, whatever. Just picking up, like, stuffed animals and I'm shit my, for his daughter. My point my point is, like, why why is he all of a sudden the the, the greatest, you know, savior? Tom Cruise. Right. He was always Tom Cruise. That shit is what I'm talking about. That, I mean, why is it that, you know? I, I don't know. He's man. great. You know, Dakota Fanning's going to come in and... Scream. They're just going to tag team and, scream and fuck scream. these bastards up. Yeah, yeah. they just high-five each other I and mean, kill the Martians. Tom Cruise shouldn't have been involved with this project. It uh, should have been somebody else, somebody that's not going to fuck up production like he did. And it, it should have been a lower-budget movie. It shouldn't have been a blockbuster, and it would have been better, I guarantee you. Yeah. Better writing. Yeah, that's such a shame, because of Spielberg... Spielberg could have been involved. Spielberg should have produced this. Spielberg should, shouldn't have been involved with the production at all. I think if it had been late 70s, early 80s, or 80s Spielberg, it could have worked better. Oh, early 80s Spielberg was way better than 90s or 2000s Spielberg. Look at Close Encounters. I mean, he knew how to deal with, you know, awesome special effects like that and alien invasion. I mean, that's, that's a different kind of alien thing. I'm, I get that. But right. But he can do that. I mean, even Close Encounters, though, I, I don't feel like holds up to me. It's a great family movie. It's just not something I want to see. You know? Well, the same with, with War of the Worlds. Like, I don't want to see that family bullshit. I oh, want to no, see no, mean no. aliens that are killing people. Well, that's that. the narrative of the book is not that. It's just from one man's point of view. Right. Trying to, he's trying to get back to his family. Right. Or his wife, in the case of the original, or the book. Um, I did like in the movie when they were, like, scooping the people up and putting them in the... See, they did that in the book. That was cool. Because they, they fed on people in the book. Fuck, I'm, I want to see the movie again now. <laughs> as much shit as I talk about it, I want to watch it again. Well, I for me... Being a fan of the property, anyway, what was most insulting to me is well, I guess was Kathleen Kennedy came out because the original teaser that they came out with had Mars on it, and then they decided no, we're not going to do that because they're Martians. Right. They that's what they've been for over a hundred years. Right. And she was like, "Well, we've been to Mars, and we know there has been no life on Mars. There is no life on Mars, so we can't make a Martians." What kind of logic is that? I remember that. I remember when that came out. And also the fact that the Mars rover has been on maybe like, you know, one section of the planet. What, what, yeah. You know, what if, what if an alien life form sent, you know, a power wheel thing down here to Earth and landed in the Sahara Desert? Yeah. You know? And and ran a mile, you know, did a mile radius and. Said, up, oh, no, no life on this country, or no, no, uh, exactly, no, no intelligent life on this country, and there never has been. You know, that's yeah. how do you know that? I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not gonna try to get into an argument on life on Mars, but that just irritated me that trying to use that kind of logic why, for a science I don't fiction thing. Understand why it matters, yeah. It was just a kick in the balls for, for me personally. I don't, <sighs> maybe it shouldn't have been, but 
It it just was. I, I whatever. Let's get back to the nineties before I get well too aggravated. Talk about the nineties. You know, you were talking about that transition period where just a lot of weird stuff came out. Like you had a lot of really quirky comedies, like Kindergarten Cop, Problem Child. Uh, oh, hold on, there's a lot more. Like they redid the Adams Family, um, Early Sue. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Drop dead Fred. Just weird, quirky shit. Yeah. It's just you know that that maybe that whole cocaine thing we were talking about, like King Ralph. Oh man, know? yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't expect that stuff. That's the kind of stuff to me would go direct to video now if yeah. they were even to do it. I think a lot of that stuff did okay though. I mean, I guess they can't make it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean Sister Act, you know. God, I mean, just lots of really that. fucking weird concepts. Like it was all like these people put in a situation that was quirky, you know. Like oh, you've got this fat slob. He's now the king, you know, king of England. Yeah, and he's still a fat you slob. Know? Like father of the bride, you know. Just these weird. I don't know. It just it was an odd time, and you know, I, I, I like a lot of these movies I mentioned, but you know, they're definitely weird. And you wonder how many of those are actually really good, and how many of them we like because because you know, we were young and stupid when we saw them. Yeah, like Sister Act, I'm not going to watch again. No, <laughs> but uh, you know, King Ralph, yeah. I'll sit back and check it out again. That's because I like John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen King Ralph in years, but that was definitely some VHS staples. All these movies. Yeah, like Problem Child, like. God, I saw that in theaters. I don't know why the hell I saw that one in theaters. I think I saw the second one in theaters too. Uh, John John Critter, and John Gil- Critter, and Gilbert Gil- 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 Um now Let's see what old Mikey has done. Is that his name? The kid in the Problem Child movie. Mikey. Uh, Ju- Junior. Terrible. Junior terrible Healy. Boys. I knew it was a fucking asshole in those movies, man. Yeah, I mean, it was not like an adorable problem child. He was a prick. He was like, I love you, Daddy. And he's like stabbing you. Yeah. Like in your back. Like, it's, that's bullshit. He's maxed out your credit card on like talking yeah. toys or some shit. He's like, okay, you know, Junior, you know, you're part of the family now. We love you. And he's still like fucking shit up in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, quit showing out. But I guess that's how they kept making so many movies. Um, again, you know, Pretty Woman. You've got the the weird, you know, the switch position type movie, where it was just just sloppy writing, really. You know, it's just I can't think of anything else. I miss the same thing with Home Alone. You know that we were talking yeah. about. You know, it's all just these people put in a quirky situation. But uh, we can come out of that, and you know, they they uh, remade Cape Fear. Uh, Martin Scorsese did, yeah. I still haven't seen all the remake of that. It, it, it's a good remake. I mean, it's definitely one of the better remakes, I think. Is it? Um, that yeah, first one is really good. With Robert Mitchum. I've never seen it. Gregory Peck. Check it out. But, I mean, you got Martin Scorsese and uh, Robert De Niro once again. So. Nate Nolte. I mean, yeah. And he's actually, you know, not the crazy guy in this one. Oh, yeah? yeah well, I'm saying... Oh, well, Nick Nolte's fear. not the Yeah, you would expect yeah. him to be the one who's like, yeah. you know, chasing down everybody and trying to, you know, rape, 
rape the daughter. Yeah. Well, man, Robert De Niro really, he went all out for this role. He's, he's really believable. When year was that? 92? 91. 91. And then he did Frankenstein. Yeah. Really trying to, that's him trying to flesh out his, yeah. uh, like his like talent that. or whatever. I can yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I can too. Well, uh, then we can move on to like Silence of the Lambs. Oh, man. I think that that's a perfect example of a movie that holds up today. Extremely well. It's, uh, I watched that not too long ago. Yeah, uh, that's one I put on every few years, definitely. In, in well, I probably watch it once a year. Just, I watch it, uh, and I watch it with the commentary. It's just a, mm-hmm. an amazing movie. Uh, it's just interesting the time it came out. Was it right before or right after Jeffrey Dahmer was called? Oh shit, is that right? It must have yeah, been right. It was after. 91. Yeah, it was like right around that same yeah. time. So, of course, you had people complaining about it. Right. You know, right. even though it had nothing to do with Dahmer. Well, it, it won an Oscar, didn't it? Oh, it won several, I believe. That's great. That, you know, even though it's really not a horror movie, you know, you could. It, it's right on the line of being. Thriller into horror, you know? it, yeah. If if this like like a realistic horror, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, you know, serial killer movies are considered horror movies, I guess. And they're very rarely good. That's what makes Silence of the Lamp so damn good. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got others, and you know, they went through that spate of making, you know, direct to DVD. You mean stuff like Gacy, actual Gacy, Dahmer, Bundy, Gein, yeah, Bundy, all that, yeah. See, we watched Gacy together. That was that same company whoever did all those. Uh, yeah, it was. I only watched Dahmer, which had Hawkeye in it. I watched them all. And uh, Gacy, were any of them good? Which one? Were any of them? Any oh, of them? any of them? Uh, I think pretty much. If they're the same ones I'm thinking of, uh, yeah, they were all pretty good. Um, the, I'm trying to remember which. Yeah, it's the guy that played uh, Dom or 2002. That that guy did something else. Avengers. Oh shit! That's right. That's yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Something Fucking Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Hell yeah, man. That's right. So when you watch Avengers, that's right. He's running around as Hawkeye. Remember him screwing oh. a handful of intestines for Dahmer. That's Hawkeye you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not Gacy. <laughs> Although he should be in Avengers too. He could be the blob. The character of Gacy should be in Avengers too. <laughs> He's the villain in the He's next Avengers. Raping black guys and trying to drill into their skulls the whole time. <laughs> He's absorbing Dahmer too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know how we got talking about that, but um, again, like these crazy movies, like Death Becomes Her. Remember that? Oh man, yeah, I remember that one. That was pretty all star cast. Uh, yeah. Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn, Isabella Rossellini. Not a very good movie, but very very interesting concept. Who directed? Was that Frank Oz? Robert Zemeckis. Why am I thinking Frank Oz? But uh, I saw this on a double bill. With uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, really? Same same day. Oh, I've seen a pattern. 
around that same period of time of movies I've watched. Um, let's see if we can go ahead and move a little bit further into the 90s here. You want to talk about Ladybugs again? <laughs> I knew we could do an entire yeah. podcast on that. We need to do a commentary for Ladybugs. <laughs> We'd be the only people to do it. They just rip it off and put it on the next... The 30th anniversary or something. <laughs> you remember the reason we mentioned it was because the same director did the entity. That's right. <laughs> That's so damn um, weird. I wish he'd use the same closing line. Had Rodney Dangerfield say that line from the entity? Yeah. In Ladybugs. Oh, yeah. He said it to Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> was it welcome back, cunt? And welcome home. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I laughed. So hard after seeing that. Yeah, it definitely was a cherry on top, I would say. Yeah. Um, but stopping my mom will shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, Estelle Getty. Like the Beverly Hillbillies. They made a movie out of that. Yeah, with Jim Varney. Right. That's the man that I remember too. But Coneheads, Cool Runnings. But Cohen Ends, I think, is a really good movie still. Okay. Cool Runnings is weird. Cool Runnings, that was one of John Candy's last movies, wasn't it? Uh, one of them, I guess. I mean, I know he did, like, Canadian Bacon afterward, but... What was his last one? Was it, uh... Oh, shit, I know what it was. I saw it in the theater. It's a Western. That's weird. Yeah. His last one was a Western. And Wagons East. Uh, Chris Farley's last one was somewhat like that. Wagons East was actually, I think, completed, but was released after Canadian Bacon was released. So, Canadian Bacon's actually his last movie, but Wagons East was... Wagons East is 94, Canadian Bacon's 95. Huh. It's definitely a uh, loss of a legend, staple of my childhood, John Candy. Yeah. A perfect example of, you know, uh, a fat guy that can play the straight man. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and you yeah. really need somebody with acting chops to be able to do that. Maybe it's good at it. You know, I, like Chris Farley, I don't know if could pull that off, being the straight man, you know. He was so... I mean, For someone his size, he was constantly moving. He was slapsticky, you know. Yeah. And, you know, John Candy was to a degree, too. But not, you know... John Candy was just a funny guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was different kinds of comedy for that. I mean, even though everybody thinks, well, just fat guys. Right. I think those guys get lumped together. Yeah, because they're, they're not really the same. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Coneheads, I think, holds up really well. Still a, still a funny movie. Great, you know... Wayne's World. Great actors, you know, another Saturday Night Live movie. Saturday Night Live was a huge staple around this period of time for me. It's another 90s movie. Beavis and Butthead to America. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I watched that the other night. Uh, Yeah, I watched it a couple years ago. I I like it fine. Beavis and Butthead, I can't can't get behind them anymore. The comedy's not there for me. It's not funny to me anymore. That should me personally. Um, Groundhog Day? That's a classic. Yeah. It's a shame that movie uh, kind of screwed up the relationship between Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Oh, is that right? 
Yeah, I was reading about that. Uh, that was 94? At, 93. Uh, oh, 93, yeah. Um, Bill Murray was going through a bad divorce at the time, and he was showing up white to the set and all that, and I'm, I know it pissed off Ramos, because he had a movie to direct, you know, and so I guess Murray got pissed off back at him. Uh, seems to me like Murray was in the wrong with that, but they reconciled years later, I believe. Uh, they, but, I mean, the movie itself, though, is really good. That's Chris Elliott again. Chris Elliott, but uh, Chris Elliott playing the straight guy in this movie. Yeah. Annie McDowell. Yeah. Who's still beautiful. She is. She's great, man. And she was a multiplicity. Oh, okay. about that. Another Harold Ramis. Um... But, uh, yeah, Groundhog Day is... I, I really do consider that a, a modern-day classic. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's one I've, I've got on my uh, my Amazon list for, for Blu-rays. I've been wanting to pick that Blu-ray up. I just wish they'd do a better cover for it. What is it? Is the poster on it? Him holding up a damn clock, and it's him in it again. It, it's just shitty Photoshop crap. Gotta love that. Yeah, you know, it's somebody who's giving like 50 bucks to, you know, go to Google and throw pictures together. <laughs> um, that's that's what you get these days. That's a poster. Yeah. Well, Jurassic Park, did you want to talk about that anymore? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, since we both, that was a big thing, I think, for both of us. It, you know, got, got re-released. Did you see the re-release? No, I, I really, really hate I didn't. I was waiting to see it with my family and it just never happened. Was that wide? Was it a wide yeah. release? Yeah, it was around here. They had one here. I wish I'd seen it too. Uh, it was the, what, the 20th anniversary? Um, man, that movie. I'll say, just starting off, I remember seeing the book in a yeah. bookstore. Yeah. When we were on vacation, and I saw I saw the T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. I pointed out to my dad, I was like 11 or 12. Uh, well, yeah, probably 11 at the time. And, uh, I asked him about it. Of course, it's a dinosaur I wanted to see. So, right. Oh, it's just some sort of detective novel. He's just <laughs> he's just talking out of his ass. Right. He had no idea. He just didn't want to mess with it. And uh, then later, I got a special dinosaur edition of National Geographic. Oh, right. And they had a picture of them building the T-Rex for Jurassic Park. Wow. I lost my shit. <laughs> Man, it was awesome. Full-size T-Rex. Yeah. 40 feet long. And uh, that's when I realized, oh shit, this is about dinosaurs. Yeah. And uh, and so you, you got so, the book and read it. Yeah, oddly enough, I got that book at a book sale. You know, every year they'd have the book sale in the at library. school. Oh yeah. man, I love that shit. But why the hell was that in the book? In there, it was like the book is profane. Because of the mo- well, yeah, yeah. You know, the book is nothing like the movie. I read the book before I saw the movie. Really. I mean, I think you and I both did. See, I read it. I can't remember when I read it. I thought I read it after. But, uh... Well, you remember the, uh... That was back in the day when they, you know, would take three, four years to make a movie. So Spielberg was working on this movie, and, you know, the... We... You know, the book was released. said, oh, you know, the new movie from Spielberg coming out. Yeah. Coming soon or whatever. So that's that's what would, you know, prompt you to buy it. The first book just had a white background with a black T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. The second printing had the, uh, had, had the logo. It was the black awesome with the logo. logo. Yeah. yeah. 
and that's that's just an awesome logo anyway it's iconic in and of itself but man when that movie came out I nerded out I had a t-shirt I'd already bought two of the toys I remember you know, I had a cap oh yeah I was all my dad had the damn camcorder you had the, up there you, oh we got it on video yeah, yeah, it's on video because well, Dad yeah. had to get it on video. You had the cap. You were you were eating the the gummy candies and the in the jujubes. The jujubes. Yeah. I still have the boxes for those. Uh, I'm yeah. so pumped for that. I still have a clip. We I cut out the times, the movie times, right? With this huge thing, Jurassic Park. It's a little yeah. small shot of the poster. Yeah. Cut that out. Mom had it in her purse. Yeah. You know, I still have that. Yeah. I've kept all that shit. You know, it's been 20 years. I've kept every bit of it. But uh, I ran into that auditorium to be the first person in there. And I was. And I sat down. And, man, that was the last time I was... that I had a true cinematic experience. Yeah. Uh, that's why the movie's special to me. That's, well, because it lived up to the hype. Yeah, and beyond. That's, that's why you know? it works so well, yeah. Um, and, you know, the dinosaurs were gorgeous seeing them, you know. And there are people who bitch about the special effects today. It's like, yeah. some of them are spotty. This is the first fucking time they had done that. Cut them some slack. Yeah. You know, half the shit that comes out now looks like trash. Yeah, th- th- you're um, right. It, it does. That's probably my main complaint about the film. I mean, that, that's my only complaint about it, really, is the, is the special effects. That scene where the T-Rex comes out of the paddock and steps between the Jeeps is still one of my favorite scenes. And so that still holds up really yeah, well. It does. The movie does it well. But there's only six minutes of CGI. The rest is all animatronics. And that's, that's the faraway shots of... Yeah, or the shots they just couldn't do. You know, right. like, like the Rex coming out of the pack. Right. Or the Brachiosaur. Right. They couldn't build a life-size oh, yeah. Brachiosaur. Um, so, man, that movie was something else. That influenced me for the next several years. Um, that, that was just awesome to me. I got all the toys. You know, of course, one New Year's Eve or something, we destroyed the T-Rex. It was broken anyway. And now it's valuable. What, did we set it on fire or something? Yeah, we burned, like, we stuffed firecrackers in its butt and uh, melted it. I mean, it, like, melted down. That sounds about right. I hate that I did that. Um, So years later, I bought another one when I found one. Did you ever get the one sheet of that one? You gave it to me. Did I? Yeah, you got it for me. I, I, I thoroughly appreciate that. I remember looking for it. I didn't know if I ever got it or not. You did, man. I, that's... That's an iconic uh, one sheet there, you know. Yeah. 65 million years in the making. Yeah. And that's that's cinema to me, man. You know, just the hype. Yeah. It's like a trip, you know. You take a trip. Part of it is the drive down there with right. your family. Right. You know, and, and you enjoy that. That's why the, the trip back just sucks. But uh, it's, it's that anticipation that's part of it, you know. That's they, the way I am now, man, like. The anticipation is like the best part of it to me now. Yeah. You know, as it like it's so much so that I can't even really enjoy it in the moment anymore because I know it's almost over. Like from the uh-huh. second it starts, I'm like, oh shit, I got two minutes or two days or an hour or yeah. how long it is till it's over. I don't know. It's I don't know why I'm that way. I'm like a glass half empty kind of person now. 
but uh, Godzilla was hyped up with me because I'd waited. You know, I went to see the 98 one and was sore disappointed. <laughs> well, and I watched this one. Yeah, we could skip over the 98 Godzilla. Watched it with uh, with my dad, who saw the original. Oh, really? Back in 56 when yeah. it came out in the U.S. And he, he remembers that. He remembers being scared by Godzilla's death in the original. And uh, So it was cool watching this new one with him. 60 years, you know. That's 58 years since he saw it. Damn. Another one. What did he think about it? He enjoyed it. He really right. liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really see the criticism of the new movie. I mean, I don't really know what else you could do. I mean, I know we talked about that at the beginning of the show, but um, I just don't really see the criticisms of it. It's almost like there was something there for everybody. I think that's what Edwards tried to do. but Which is hard to do. It's it's hard to please everybody. Yeah, it is, it's, and it's honestly, you shouldn't even do it. Yeah, but uh, the next movie should just make a straightforward monster movie. How he I wants to make so. it, I'm really like so. monsters, you know. Yeah. Um, Which is what got him the job anyway. But the anticipation for this Godzilla film was big for me, because they announced it back in twenty. Oh God. 10 or 11? I know in the... Oh, shit. It was like 2011 Comic-Con that they showed some screenshots or something from it or some artwork or something. <clears throat> they showed a poster for it. But, no, it didn't look like the no, all. No, it doesn't look like the design at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I was glad it actually was okay because the hype for the 98 one was the same way, man. Yeah. You know, internet was up and coming. I kept up with that yeah. constantly. And that movie, I mean, there were lies. Dean Devil was lying about right. it. Right. You know, pictures leaked yeah. from certain uh, merchandise companies. And he was like, no, that's not the image. We just put that out there just to, so we knew who who was leaking the images. Oh, right. And so that, that company lost the rights to make the merchandise, which worked out in their favor because the movie sucked asshole. Oh, yeah. And so it, it just lost a ton of money for a what, lot of... What company was that that, that leaked it? Haynes was one of them, I believe. Um, I think three different companies leaked it, but that's the only one I remember. That's fucked up, man. But what they leaked was a picture of the head, which was brown. But other than that, it looked just like the head. And they lied, saying, oh, this isn't it. It doesn't look anything like this. Mm-hmm. looks just like it. No, it was just outright lies and bull crap made by people who didn't give a shit about the property. So, uh... Well, obviously, look at who directed it, you know? Roland Emmerich? I mean, look at what he's doing now. I, I the same that. type shit. He's ruining other franchises, you know? Well, it, it offends me greatly how, I guess, the fates work that I share a birthday with Roland Emmerich. <laughs> That's fate, man. Uh, whatever. I mean, I'm... That just irritates the piss out of me. <laughs> um, I don't like him. Well, I did another movie. I guess we can go ahead and get into uh, go ahead and get into Independence Day. Oh God, yeah, might as well. Now this movie made a lot of money off of me. Yeah, that um, me too. You know, it's no. perfect, perfect stuff. You know, it was about aliens and it had you know explosions and perfect you know summer movie blockbuster. 
cool alien designs. Cool alien designs that were somewhat similar to, you know, the designs in the Alien movie a little bit. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> Weird. What the, the bodies, I mean, not the not the head. Yeah. But um they were they were really unique. Yeah. And they're all and they're all white. But that's another one that had lots of toys and stuff associated with it. Just a you know, just a big release movie and you know, I'm assuming it did it uh, pretty well, made a lot of movie made a lot of money. But uh definitely one that doesn't hold up very well today, in my no, opinion. Not at all. I mean we were talking about it before we started recording and like I saw that movie like probably four times in the theater. You know, bought the VHS, bought the poster, you know, uh, bought some of the toys, and, you know, watched it probably ten more times on VHS, and I haven't seen it since. Yeah. And there's a reason why, because it looks like shit. I was the same way. Is it the, when they blow up the White House, you know, the iconic shot from the movie? That looks awful. It, it looks awful. It's a, it's a miniature, though, right? It's not CGI. It's a miniature, but then in front of it, they have... I don't know how they did it. It's another camera trick of a helicopter exploding. And that looks like something from, you know, uh, 1997 Sci-Fi Channel. It looks like crap. I mean, it looks really bad. Um, Now, the scenes of the saucers showing up out of the clouds and the atmosphere, and those still hold on. Those are still really cool. when they're like floating above the cities yeah, and stuff, a big saucer. That's CGI, though, right? Yeah, I believe so. Um, uh, but the movie is just—I don't know. I just it's really awful. I don't know what was wrong with me. But or what you've got: Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, uh, Bill Pullman. Did you say Will Smith yet? Yeah, yeah, I'll say it again. Well, well I mean, uh, Randy Quaid. We'll I'm trying to look at, at uh, Roland Emmerich here. He did. Uh, I'm just looking at what he did in the '90s. He did Universal Soldier. That was good. Which I think is good. Stargate, which I think is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Independence Day, which I think is a really, or I thought was a really good movie. I don't think it holds up. Godzilla. Which mm, was never good. The Patriot. I like The Patriot. All right. And then he gets into some fucking shit. The Day After Tomorrow. Dude, that movie. I I stepped in there. Well, no, I was up in the projection booth. I walked up to and saw the ice. The ice was literally... And this is ice, an inanimate thing. Right. Never been alive in, in its existence right. at all. Chasing. Like Jake... Uh, Jake whatever his face Still is. Still Yeah, it, chasing him. Because it's freezing so fast, it's literally chasing him and two other people. Yeah, I ice. That. You sure it was the ice? It wasn't the wolves. The wolves did it too. It oh, was okay. ice, dude. They were like running from ice. <laughs> How the hell does that work? It'll get you. It'll get you every time. God. Oh, but he did that movie, which I saw that in the theater. Day after tomorrow, I saw all of these movies from Universal Soldier all the way through the day after tomorrow. I saw all those in the theater. Then uh, he did 10,000 BC, which is a piece of shit. 2012, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen and then, that one. You know, the White House Down, which I haven't seen. And then come 2016, all this stuff that's been announced. They're remaking Stargate. They're they're doing two more uh, Independence Day movies. So I mean, we 
This this is just a cash in director. He's trying to cash in on his old properties that made money at one time. It's it's the same thing they're doing with Dumb and Dumber. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're going back into the nineties now. Well, I mean, look, like this brings me to the next one on the list, Mrs. Doubtfire. Which is a great movie, still funny to this day. You know, very rarely I can watch a comedy over and over again. I can watch this one. Fucking Robin Williams is going to redo this movie. Mm-hmm. What is going on here, man? Like, oh, we're almost no. 25 years after this movie was made. He wants to do another movie. And I don't see them doing well. Dumb and Dumber, I'm sure will. Or Dumb and Dumber 2, I'm sure will do well. I'm wondering. I mean, we'll see how word of mouth does, but you know, if it's PG thirteen, of course, a bunch of kids are gonna go see it. Well, when I saw that, you know, they they showed that trailer before Godzilla, and I hadn't seen that trailer, you know, with an audience yet. All the young kids, man, they laughed their ass off that entire trailer. I was shocked because I don't think I cracked a, a smile one time. You know, and oh no, they they loved it. You know. So, I mean, I, I think that it, it may do really well. I also well. love Tammy. At, at least opening weekend. That's the only time it's going to do any money, I think. Before word of mouth gets around? Yeah. Ah, fuck, who knows, man. Maybe it's a, maybe it'll be good. I hope so. I mean, I'm not hoping it fails. Right. Not, we're just like Debbie Downers, man. Yeah, we just suck, don't we? Well, I'm just saying, like, they're just, they take all these things from our childhood, or from our, you know, youth. We have every right to be, you know, apprehensive yeah. about it. Well, it's all it is is a cash-in. Yeah. It's not like they give a fuck about the property. Nobody does. Yeah, you know Kurt Russell's not coming back for Stargate. Oh, no. And nobody, like Will Smith, I think flat out said he's not coming back for Independence Day. If they paid him enough money, he'd do anything. They pay him enough money, he'd blow somebody on camera right now. But see, his son will have to be in it. Yeah. That'll be the stipulation. Yeah. You pay me $50 million, you pay Jaden $50 million, and we'll do it. I'll make a movie, I Am Jaden, and it's just him just sitting there smelling farts for an hour and a half. Um, it's just zombies farting outside the house for an hour and a half, he's just sniffing it. His face just stays the same. This has been the day the earth stood still. Yeah. With Jaden Smith. 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 Um, ah, fuck, let's get off of that. And let's get on to Forrest Gump. <laughs> I haven't watched that in so long, man. I, I really, man, I don't like it anymore. As much as I used to like it. That's why I haven't watched that. Yeah, you're, you're better it. off it. I mean, I think if you're going into it totally green, you may really, you know, really enjoy it. But I don't think it holds up anymore. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of movie it is. You know, they're just a gut wrencher. You know, or a heart they're pulling out your heartstrings the whole time. You know, here's Forrest Gump. He's simple. Well, it's also a movie that's been referenced so yeah, many times in pop culture, like. You know that game I was telling you about I'm playing right now, Watch Dogs? Yeah. Well, like, when I'm running along, these the the pedestrians will say, Run, Forrest, run. Oh, God. I'm like, wow, man, that's that's topical. Yeah, 20 but, years topical. I mean, that's that's a perfect example of this movie. You know, everybody knows the shrimp cocktail, shrimp potato salad, shrimp yeah, hot dogs, whatever it is. Yeah. When you got the restaurants, bubblegum. Yeah. Still out everywhere. Those are still around. Yeah. Dude, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, those wouldn't be around anymore. 
I've never eaten it. Like they're they're around. What the hell is going on? But that makes me. They need to make a simple Jack movie. Yeah. What is that? Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. Uh, I think they're working um, on a sequel to that, aren't they? I hope so. I like to. I think I, heard, I thought I heard they were. Could be wrong. Ryan. Did you see? Uh, go off topic once again. Uh, ben Stiller, the uh, Walter Mitty movie. No. It was a really good movie. I liked it. Watson. I mean, it was okay. I'm not going to say it was the greatest thing ever, but I liked it. You know, he directed that. Yeah. Stiller did. I know it's a remake of a Danny Kay movie. Yeah, well, it's like just a few years before that, there was Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which I didn't see, but I believe that's Walter Mitty as well. Really? Um, yeah. That's that's Gary Oldman in it. Oh. I believe so. I think it's one of the 90s movies. Yeah. 2011. Gary Oldman, Colin Firth. That's a remake from uh, of a movie in 1979. Um, Mars Attacks. There you go. Mars Attacks, an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we need to do a commentary on that one. That'd be a great movie to do a commentary on. Well, sure. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. Right. So, you know, when you've got a movie where Jack Black manages to get with a woman like Christina Applegate, <laughs> you know you're here for a treat. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Jackal? Remake <laughs> of Day of the Jackal? Yes. You know oh, that? Yes. Uh, I love that scene where uh, was it Bruce Willis is uh, testing out that gun yeah. on Jack Black yeah, that's what I'm talking that's, about that's, that's hilarious yeah he's like sprawl and he gets yeah, a I mean, pack of cigarettes and he blows his fucking arm off it's like it's supposed to be I guess horrifying but yeah. it's it's uh, not it, it's hilarious now yeah, no, well, yeah. knowing Jack Black now it, it makes it funny too but uh no, I actually watched the original movie recently, The Day of the Jackal. Oh, yeah. It was a really good movie. Is it? That's one of those I, that's I need to check out. That really good movie. It's, uh, you know, they, they pretty much totally ripped it off in that in the new movie. I mean, all the tricks and everything, you know. Really oh, that doesn't surprise me. He, 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 the whole thing with the gun and the van is not in there. Oh, that's... But other than that, you know. Jack Black's not in him. Jack Black is like a he's like negative ten years old. Um we can talk about the Lion King. Yeah. Talk about the resurgence or, or, or resurgence of uh Disney. Yeah, with Pixar and everything and all. Well I mean, you know, really with the Lion King is really what what you know. Oh, Disney you talking was. about that, yeah. I think what was it, Little Mermaid really got that ball rolling? Yeah. And Lion King was huge. Yeah. Was well, Little Mermaid is kind of lopsided in that, you know, your boys aren't going to go see it. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's still a girl's thing. That was 1989. But, you know, I watched a uh, documentary about uh, Disney. I forget the name of it right now, but it's a really, really good documentary. It goes through that period of time when uh, Disney... Uh, almost shut down you know when yeah. they were working on those animation projects and they 
hit big with a few. You know, they hit big with, uh, like I said, Little Mermaid and Aladdin and then Lion King, and they were, you know, all good oh, to God. go. I remember that in the 80s, they were. It was kind of rough for them. The rescuers. It had a lot of stuff that didn't do well. Yeah. That's a shame, because I actually like their animation style from that time. Black Cauldron. Oh, like, yeah, I, I do too. I like a lot of that stuff. Um, Waking Sleeping Beauty is the name of that documentary. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a really good documentary. But it, it really goes, you know, inside and talk, you know talks with all the the, uh, the animators that were working there. And they were like, I mean, the, that entire, you know, studio was basically forced into like a fucking strip mall space at one point because yeah, they had to do this yeah, wow. downsizing downsizing and then you know in the, the mid mid to late 90s they were huge you know mm-hmm. and then CGI came out right then they you know it's kind of bad news until they bought Pixar that's another good documentary about Pixar oh yeah have you seen that one I've seen one uh, was coming on TV quite a bit talking about how they, they bought the animation studio back. What was it, John Lasseter? Not sure. The he Pixar got, story from 2007? I think, I think that's what I saw. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, The Lion King was uh, that was good. I mean, that was I, at that point, I was kind of moving out of. I don't know why I was very much moving out of out of Disney and animated stuff. Well, we, we were older, you know. I got. I did really enjoy The Lion King. Like I don't. It's like I told my wife. Like I didn't watch a lot of these movies when I was a kid. Yeah. I wasn't a Disney kid. You know, I didn't watch. You know, all the ones that we got now. I didn't watch any of that shit. I watched like The Sword in the Stone. Yeah. And that's the only thing from Disney I ever liked. You know, mm-hmm. I, maybe I saw like 101 Dalmatians with, you know, the school or something, but I didn't ever really like that stuff. The Lion King, I actually did really enjoy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was probably the last Disney movie that I did ever really enjoy. Until, you know, lately I've watched stuff with my kids, and, you know, some of that stuff's pretty good. I, I, I found, like, a newfound appreciation for animation, you know, that I, I never would have had otherwise. Now kids don't do that. Well... You know, I mean, they they watch the stuff, you know, and I'm I'm just as into it as they are a lot of times. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. That's not a chore. But that's a, a good movie that you know any anybody of any age can relate to it. Um, let's see. We talked about Dumb and Dumber already. Ace Ventura. I don't think any. I don't think Ace Ventura holds up very well. That slapsticky Jim Carrey does not do it for me anymore. It's uh, the first one's fine to me. It's the second one where it really gets into that. Uh, that came out of my birthday in nineteen ninety-five. Is it ninety-five or ninety-six? You talking about Ace Ventura? Yeah, when Nature Calls. Um. And uh, oh, when Nature Calls. Yeah, I remember going that, going to see that for your for your birthday party. Yeah. And first I one was ninety-four. Time. So. Huh? First one was ninety-four. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on DVD. Um, well, it's like I, I like it fine. I like the first one fine. The second one, mm, 
You know, it's kind of pushing it. Yeah. But it's like, for me, like, Awesome Powers is another 90s one. Yeah. The first one, I still enjoy okay. Because it was it was new for that, you know, and it's kind of low budget. Yeah. The second one, I hate. I, it was a chore for me to get through because Black Friday got that, that triple pack. Uh, all three. I, I, I knew I like them. And, uh... Had you not seen the, the second two? No, I had. I enjoyed the second one when it came out. The third one was okay. And then, God, man, when, that, I, when I tried to watch the second one again, it was like grating. That Austin Powers stuff is so topical. Yeah. It's almost too topical, you know, when you when you do. That's comedies that don't hold up when they're so, you know, stuck in that period of time. Because yeah. like people that aren't from them aren't going to understand that. There's that, and there's the fact that Dr. Evil, who was actually funny in the first one to yeah. me, I don't know what Mike Myers was thinking. He turns him into a, a total buffoon. It makes him like, it's almost like Dr. Evil was a the real star yeah in 2 and 3 yeah wow and uh was that gets Seth, ridiculous. Uh, Seth Green was his son in the second yeah. one yeah at all of them oh okay uh but yeah he's got mini me in the second one okay and he's dancing and singing with them and all that shit and it's yeah. not funny yeah you know what if God was one of us all that oh Jesus Christ you know? that's what I'm talking about the yeah. kids now they can be like what, are they, what the hell is why is he singing that song and what is that song it's yeah, I mean you're right. It's it's extremely dated. Heather Graham was in the second one. Yeah, Beyonce was in the third one. Yeah, oh, of course. Uh, and then uh, I don't know, man. We we can move on from that. You got the resurgence of the uh, the uh, resurgence of the, the slasher movie with Scream, 1996. Yeah. You don't probably, you don't have much to say about that. I have never seen. You never seen Scream? No. You're not a big slasher movie guy. No, I just never have been. So the first, I'm just saying Austin Powers. So the first Austin Powers movie was '97. Yeah. And the second one had to be '98. Second one was '99. Uh, the third yeah. one was 2001. I think the third one came out. Very shortly before the September 11th attacks. Okay. Of course, after that, nobody gave a shit about any of that crap out of wall. And then Mike Myers did uh, Cat in the Hat and fucked himself in the butt. You know, they, they say he's really an asshole to work with. That's what I've read. Yeah. Like, we're, Mike Myers, where the fuck does he get off being some Dude. diva, you know? You know, making after seeing Cat in the Hat, he's talking no about right to judge anyone. You're talking about Wayne, though, from Wayne's World. Yeah, like this is who we're talking about here. Like he was always a joke to me. He was never a leading man to me. I still don't think he's leading. Not live, no. And I've heard Will Ferrell was the same way. Oh really? Um, Will Ferrell, though, I think can carry a movie on his own. He has. Um, but. Mike Myers, man, he did that fucking, uh, what was that movie where he was like a, a yoga master? Oh, God. You know what I'm talking oh. about, that piece of garbage. Like, I've heard some stories about that where they like had a full stadium full of extras 
and like he changed his mind and wanted to shoot a different scene so had to pay those extras send them all home and bring them back the next day whole stadium full of paid extras like just because he you know wasn't feeling it or something knowing that movie wasn't going to do well the fucking uh, Desiring Limited what Desiring no that's uh what's the name of that movie I'm talking about the fucking that one the one with Mike Myers what the one where he's the yoga master yeah oh god uh oh fuck I don't remember man I I keep thinking holy man but that was Eddie Murphy Uh, I'm sure holy man's a better movie yeah I I, I don't think I'd be taking bets on that um Pluto Nash is a better movie oh shit he did the Shrek movies too Let's see, this is, uh, well, damn, what, what is this movie called? Um, The Love Guru. God, yeah. But, uh, this'll make you happy. They got an Austin Powers 4 coming out. Oh, good, good. There's a big market for that right now. Well, yeah, that should be. Um, and, you know, we get into the mid-90s, just a bunch of, not a whole lot coming out around that period. We watched The Arrival. You remember that? The Charlie Sheen movie? I do. Have you watched that movie since? No. Watch it again. Why? Is it, is You'll it... really appreciate it. Okay, are you being serious nope. or no? I'm not being serious. <laughs> I All I remember from that film is at the very end where they have the little black kid staring at Charlie Sheen, I guess after they get out of the alien right. hive or some crap, and he his legs break backwards and right. he runs that's all I remember it's, too it's, it's hilarious yeah, it's, yeah I thought it was cool but it's weird I, I was trying to grasp for something that didn't suck in that movie that was like with the uh, you know there was like Contact and there was a bunch of other type movies around that period of time uh, that played on you know like ID4 yeah um, you know the Alien oh yeah I'm trying to capitalize on that you know and, and the you know the same with X Files going on during the same period of time, so the whole yeah aliens you know being a big deal again. So um, really good one for the nineties. That's Spawn. Oh jeez. <laughs> and see, it's funny. I went to a flea market today and found the uh, the Violator Mobile or whatever. Yeah. That big vehicle he had, and that face and the skeleton. It's long. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. They had that at the flea market. How much was it? I didn't. I didn't ask. You should have bought it. Should've I should have. Really you should have bought it. You know, demanded to pay top dollar for it. How much do you want? I'll give you twice that. That's what it's worth. God. Um. How about Armageddon from '98? Okay, I love Armageddon. No, you don't. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I, I, it is a guilty pleasure for me. I don't know why. I saw it in theaters. Now, what about Deep Impact? How do you feel about Deep Impact? I mean, Deep Impact is okay. It's just not as retarded as Armageddon. Armageddon is ridiculous. We're, we're not trying to launch a spacecraft to set a bomb off. We're just going to let it happen. Right. You know, uh, of course, Morgan Freeman's the president. Uh, oh, so, what about uh, Volcano or Dante's Peak? Which one? For me, because it would have to be Dante's Peak, 
That's one, you have Linda Hamilton. Right. And two, you have Pierce Brosnan and his bones when he gets a compound fracture and his bones are clear. They're clear. Um, you can see through it. It's like glass. And uh, So, Dante's Peak edges out Volcano. Now, Volcano has Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hesh. Okay. the hell her name is. And it has a dude melting. Right. No, he's just sitting there melting. Right. I think they, they should have combined the two movies and they should have had an asteroid blow up into the volcano <laughs> and shot lava on everybody. Yeah, they should have. Just mix mix all four of them together into just like a smorgasbord of shit. What is the deal with disaster movies around that time? I don't know. And you see, Roland Emmerich is still trying to keep that alive. With 2012, yeah. right? Um, I, uh... I'm not sure. It's like one studio will be like, okay, we're going to do an asteroid movie. Another one will be like, so are we. It was we are too. It was DreamWorks doing that shit. Now, they wouldn't do it. They would, they would cancel it, right? They'd say, oh, we're not, we're not putting it out. Oh, man. Unless, well, see, now Asylum. Unless they're going to you know. Yeah, but Asylum gets wind of what's what's coming up. Yeah. And they're, they call it right. Thomas Howell. It's, it's, you know, they, get, so they go to the dollar store. <laughs> You know, get some putty and squeaky cool. sharks and shit. And cool. we'll, okay, we're gonna have the biblical flood with Noah, but with right. billions of sharks. <laughs> Book us the next flight to Botswana. Yeah, we're filming this bitch right now. They just have a toy box full of toys and shit. Man, they can make those movies. They can have them ready to go on TV in like two weeks. Oh no! They can film it, edit it, print it. It's ready. You know, get get somebody who's like taking Photoshop. He's learning it. Yeah. You know, he's taking like a night class. He's Photoshop. Doing, he's doing all this. Yeah, all things. of it. Yeah. They pay him like twenty dollars and a case of Joe Cola, <laughs> just to keep him awake yeah. the whole time. Joe Cola. <laughs> do they even make that anymore? I think they do. Oh wow! I thought they'd make a time machine and go back. Give him some Josta. and on. Some Josta and a Surge. Yeah, Surge. Surge. I was just about to say that. Uh, but uh, God, yeah, all those movies don't hold up very well. I don't think. Well, I don't know why I like Armageddon. I, mean, I got the Criterion version too. What's their selection process? Because I think they needed money. You think so? They, you mean they, they were going to sell that? You mean? Huh? They were going to make a lot of sales on that release? <sighs> yeah, it's the same with Benjamin Button. You know, I'm not saying Benjamin Button doesn't deserve the treatment. I don't. I have not seen it. I could but, see uh, Benjamin Button before Armageddon, though. Well, yeah, but you see, they released it wide release right when it came out. Armageddon got it. The Rock, Michael Bay's The Rock. I like it. The Rock. Yeah, I do too. The Rock, man, I'll, I'll fucking rock and roll with that movie. Uh, Ed Harris, Nick Cage, and Sean Connery. I mean, that's, that's all. Awesome all star cast. I'm back sure before, Gary Busey's in there somewhere. Back before the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen raped uh, Sean Connery so bad he didn't want to act anymore. Yeah. That movie raped everybody. <sighs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, watching Armageddon, I got really surprised seeing Billy Bob Thornton because he went from being one size... To being 100 pounds lighter, you know, because 
you know, Celine Blade, he was kind of overweight. Uh, at least he looked it. You know why he was overweight, though? It's all those French fried potatoes. Yeah, and mustard and biscuits. Mustard and biscuits, doing it to him every time. Yeah. Living in the it's south. carbs. He's just he's carb loading. Yeah. And John Ritter. Yeah. Rest uh, in peace, John Ritter. He was awesome. Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a great movie. I just... God, just the look of him changed so drastically. And then you go into Bad Santa, which I love Bad Santa. Uh, but I don't, I don't want to get into Billy Bob Thornton. I really like him. But, yeah. Um, there's got to be some other 90s. Uh, Big Lebowski? That's, a, that's one that, to me, has been... vastly inflated. Oh really? About people, I, I love it. I do right. love the movie, but it's I, got. Such I agree. A, I agree. I think that's know. the younger generation doing that. The the younger folks that yeah. are just catching it now. Yeah. Because you know, I, I saw it in the theater. You know. That's good stuff. And uh, you know, the dude abides. Um, that's what you see all. You know, the the dude character is has become associated with this. You know, pot smoking. You know. Yeah. Hipster. Uh, crowd. Writing a check for a carton of milk. Uh, yeah, um, I love the movie. I just, I could do without a new release of it every year. <laughs> uh, I do need to get it on Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray of it yet. I picked it up finally on Black Friday sale for oh, like six yeah. bucks. For Blu-ray? Yeah. That's not bad. No, I watched it right after that. It's a good Blu-ray. Is it? It's, it's just... Uh, you know, when they're like, well, here's an extra edition with coasters, and next year we'll do another one with, like, free bowling passes or some shit. Does it come with, like, the rug? It actually comes with weed and, like, rolling papers? Yeah. Rolling and papers. heroin. That's for, an item. see more often yeah. there, too. I just had to throw that in there, because I'm a dude. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, uh... Well, uh... You know, it's the Cohen Brothers. People... People either seem to love or hate the Coen Brothers. Wow, well, that's I mean they're yeah they're talented filmmakers. I can't really think of a film that they have that I mean I don't enjoy in some in some way. You know even their newer stuff I still you know I, I like. Did you see uh, the new one they just put out? Um, oh shit! Hang on just a second. It just came out last year. Oh well then I haven't seen it. Um, it's uh, well. oh, it was uh, it was inside Lewin Davis. No, I haven't seen that. No. That was a good movie. Really good movie, but you know, I mean, it's it's probably not something that you're going to go for multiple watches, but you know, definitely, you know, a think piece and you know, just typical Coen Brothers. Well, it's like uh, Burn After Reading, Intolerable Cruelty, or uh, what's the Lady Killers. Yeah. No, I enjoy them. The Lady Killers is one I need to watch again. I think uh, Intolerable Cruelty is one that a lot of people say is like their worst or whatever. Yeah. It's their sellout film or whatever they want to call it. Which, I mean, you know, take it you know, take it or leave it. I, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of that one, but I don't, I don't really hate it. Um, the Faculty? You seen the faculty? Yes. One of Robert Rodriguez's earlier films. Uh, John Stewart. Oh yeah. 
He was Jordana Brewster. He was the faculty. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Good play. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I would have expected. Well, that's that's my cup of tea, man. Oh, I know. You got you got know. you know I love the Invaders movies. The uh, um, all of them. It just it's easy to screw up, you know. It is. Um, did you see the one with Nicole Kidman? I forget what it was called. It came out a few years ago. Let's talk about the just another remake. The Invasion with uh, Daniel Craig? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a remake of what? Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Right, right. No, I never saw that one. I, I heard that one was bad. It was bad. Yeah. It was probably the worst one of those. The worst. Now that's the fourth one they've done, I think. One and two are really good. The 90s one. Abel Ferreira? Okay. Yeah. That was okay. Trying to think of the name of it. I think it's just Body Snatchers. I think you're right. Yeah, it's just Body Snatchers. Um, I, I really enjoy that one too. It's a little bit different, um, but I like them all, man. I think the uh, Jeff Goldblum, um, uh, Donald Sutherland version is probably my favorite. Oh, dude, yeah, the ending got me on that one. Winter Nimoy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like Leonard Nimoy. Oh, that's a that's a definitely an iconic ending. Oh yeah. That's that's one of the few times you have a sequel enhance on the original. Uh, the original one's great. It came out at a perfect time with the whole, you know, uh, McCarthyism thing. Right. Right. Um, well, I mean, you can you know. Every twenty years, you can apply that to to another. That's pretty much what's happened. Yeah. Just a fail. This what, last time. What was the last one supposed to be? Some sort of the. Well, you haven't seen I, it. No, I don't. I don't want to see it. The, uh, no, I don't really know that it's got any political. You know, unless I totally missed it. But man, that when I saw that movie in the theater, I, the only time I've seen it, I uh, having a real bad problem in my eye when I saw that. Was that the movie doing it? No, it was before I went to the movie, but my eye was like watering really bad the whole time. Oh. Kind of distracting me, so I may have missed something. But, uh, let's see. Uh, anything else you can think of that was really iconic? 90s. 90s? I mean, <clears throat> you can talk about all the Adam Sandler movies. No. I mean, you know, hits and misses, you know. American Beauty? I liked it at the time. I don't know if I'd still like it today. I, I saw it maybe a year or two ago. I, I really enjoy it still. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. well, maybe maybe I would. I just, you, you never know with some stuff like that. Kevin Spacey, man, that, that dude is laser. He, he is right on at all times. He is just great. Like House of Cards, you've been watching House of Cards. I've not seen that. Dude, you would love House of Cards. Well, I, I haven't seen the second season yet. First season, it's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Probably the best thing Netflix has done. The original stuff they've done. Um, in the 90s three movies come out come to mind from 1999 Iron Giant which we mentioned earlier Sleepy Hollow Sleepy Hollow and Ravenous oh yeah uh, Ravenous is one of my top 10 favorite films because I was working in the theater when it came out yeah it lasted a week or two 
Really? Nobody went to see it. Right. Uh, it flopped. I was actually looking it up earlier. The budget was like twelve million. Wow. And it only made two million back. Uh, I mean, you could probably blame that on marketing, then. I mean, yeah, I, it wasn't marketed. No. Uh, it's also an odd movie, but God, that is that is a perfect film for me. It's dark humor to me. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely adore Ravenous. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I need to watch it again. Do you have a Blu-ray of that one? Yeah. You do? Well, we need to check it's on that out. Netflix now, too. Is it? Wow, that's so. awesome. Netflix or Amazon Prime Instant. Um, oh, cool. It's, uh... Oh, those, those ones I you mentioned. I don't have Blu-ray. I'm sorry. I have it on DVD. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we still need to check it out. We check it out on Netflix. Yeah, it's not... I don't think the Blu-ray's out yet, is it? Is that the one that Shot Factory's yeah. doing? No, um, I'm not sure. Um, hmm, yeah, well, we, we can probably see an HD transfer on Netflix. Probably. They probably have an HD transfer. Save the money. Um, as uh, The Blair Witch Project is another big one that comes to mind in ni- 1999. Yeah. The, I mean, the only reason is because of what it created, what it started, the found footage style movie that mm-hmm. is just blowing up especially lately that was a big film for its time because they had it on sci-fi channel they had a whole documentary about it that was real yeah I thought when I saw this movie I saw it opening weekend mm-hmm. with some I friends of mine that, that drug me to it and uh, I thought it was real when I saw it that I gotta tell you man that, that was probably the, some of the scariest shit I've ever seen because I thought it was real yeah, same here. Like, everybody in the theater I was with thought it was real. Like, they were screaming. I mean, legitimate screams I mean, I mean, and during this movie. And people just being freaked out. And I mean, slam-packed movie theater. And it was just... That's probably one of my best experiences, you know, in a movie, you know, with an audience. Because yeah. it's different with an audience. You know, when you people around you are feeling the same way you do, you know, it's, it's, it's an odd feeling. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of hard to explain unless you've been there, but it was a really great experience, you know. And it kind of once I found out it was not real, it kind of did, you know, diminish my thoughts of the movie. Well, I haven't seen it since. I haven't really either. I mean, I, I may have watched it a time or two, but um, you know, obviously not going to hold up. But uh, I did, however, watch Blair Witch too. Yeah, I saw it in the theater too. That was that was uh, bad. The Book of Shadows. Yeah. Was that two thousand? When was that? I don't know. It had to have been because this was ninety nine. So it wasn't long enough. Probably two thousand two. That was. Uh, that was a cash in movie, but um, as a standalone movie, I don't think it's quite as bad as what people say. But I'm still, you know, I'm not crazy about it either. Um. I'm trying to think of what else from those years. Have you ever seen the movie Election from 1999? No. You like dark comedies. You would probably really like that movie. It's got Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah I know. I haven't seen that. I know. I don't like Matthew Broderick either. But that's a pretty good movie. Like, I uh, I saw that movie. My, my roommate, when I was a freshman in uh, college, rented that movie and we watched it. You know, I thought it was you know, pretty good. 
and I watched it again a few years ago. I think it holds up pretty well. It's uh, Reese Witherspoon. Man, yeah. she's just so fucking like on your nerves the whole movie. What about Cable Guy? I never liked that really. I never liked it from the beginning. I read that was originally intended to be a Chris Farley vehicle. It would definitely be a different movie with Chris Farley in it. There'd be lots of broken tables around. <laughs> they just have nightstands and coffee tables everywhere. He, he busts through the door like the Kool-Aid man and just starts falling on top of furniture. Please, what, Matt Foley? Just running around. I'm here to fix your cable. Yeah. In a van. Um, eh, Fight Club, I think we've talked about before. Which one? Fight Club. Yeah. I, I think we talked about that when I went on my David Fincher tirade at some point. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I did. Yeah. Um, the Green Mile. I watched that recently. That is still a fantastic movie to me. I've got the Blu-ray and check it out again. Yeah. Uh, Especially with the recent death of Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, that's that's another shame. I'm talking about Swayze earlier. That's another... Um, yeah, it's almost like he didn't get his chance to shine, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, he did have Kingpin. <laughs> he was awesome he, as Kingpin. He was awesome as Kingpin. Um, I guess you could say the Green Mile is probably his best role. Even though it was really probably one of his first roles. Yeah, that. He did a... Uh, well, he was in Armageddon. We talked about that. That's right. That's right. He was in. Uh, I guess Armageddon was before the Green Mile. Ninety-eight Green Mile would have been ninety-nine. <sighs> was it ninety-nine? Okay, I kept thinking two thousand. But well, who knows? Um, these dates, they may be right around two thousand. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> See, Michael Clark Duncan. I think one of his first things. He was in an episode of uh, Married with Children. Really? One episode. It's an episode where Bud had to fight King Kong Bundy. Okay, I remember. I remember King Kong Bundy. Well, see, he was in. He was in like the second season as like Peg's cousin because of Bundy. Oh, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, okay. the wrestler. And then later, you know, like they may have been the last season or the one before last, he was in it again just. As as King Cole Bundy, is whatever. That you, show had a lot of people show up in there. Yeah, who would show up later? Like uh, that that chick from uh, Resident Evil. Oh, uh, what's her name? Uh, and Fifth Element. Yeah, I know you're talking about. She's in she's in one episode of of that. Cool. I, that's just something I've noticed from watching the show. I thought you were going to say that uh, Michael Clark Duncan was a member of No Ma'am. Man, it, that episode dealt with no ma'am, but no, he wasn't. Of course it did. They all dealt with no ma'am. Man, I was surprised watching the show in order how late they got into no ma'am. Yeah. It was like season eight. And Griff, Griff wasn't a big part for what, probably four or five seasons? Well, yeah, the, the actor never showed up until like towards the end. And he was in like constant episodes. Yeah. See, I, it was my my... Memories of it are really jaded because I, like, I was watching new episodes at the same time I was watching the old episodes in syndication. 
at the same time. So, you know, I'm, it's hard for me to place when things happen. Yeah. Because it's all, like, a mess. I haven't watched that show since, probably since it came on. 97 is when it was canceled. Did it, was it canceled or did it just quit doing No, it was canceled. Uh, Fox was really shitty about it, too, because the two shows that put Fox on the map were The Simpsons and Married with Children. And they didn't even tell the cast. Ed O'Neill found out from two other people who saw it in the newspaper and mentioned it to him. That's how he found out his show had been canceled. In the newspaper? That's so Fox down, has man. a bunch of dick faces for that Slow crowd. down. Um, yeah, Fox is just crap for the most part. They've held on to The Simpsons for a million years. Well, they're, they're going to cancel them the same way they did Married with Children. Probably. I, 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 st- I still watch The Simpsons. I just, I hate the way they did that, you know. I, and I'll admit, at the time, I was, you know, this stupid teenager was like, well, they just, it's time for it to go. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said, too. And, uh, man, I miss it. I really miss it now. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, as the show went on, it got better. As it became a live-action cartoon, Al Bundy became one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just fun, and compared to a lot of the shows now, well, there's no comparison, really. No, I don't think you compare that show to anything. No, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything to compare. Well, to. happily ever after. I like that show a lot. Yeah, that was by the, some of the same people. It was a direct ripoff, right? I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the same people. They just wanted to keep it going. That was the. Uh, the head guy and, and Dexter. Yeah. Uh, was, I forget it, the commissioner or some shit was his position? His father? No, 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 oh, not his dad. Not, yeah. not, yeah, yeah, I, I can't And not that. Harry, I'm talking about, uh, yeah, there's like, the, after. the chief, police chief or something. Oh, the chief. Yeah. Whoever the head over everybody. Him and, uh, Bobcat Goldthway as a puppet. Oh, yeah. Which, he's somebody, even though I absolutely despise his character from the 80s. You mean the Police Academy shit? Yeah, I don't uh, like that crap at all. <laughs> uh, and uh, Look Who's Talking. Not Look Who's Talking. Hot to Trot. With that horse. Yeah, I remember the movie. I, I watched that recently. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, right? No, I thought it was Michael Richards. Maybe I'm thinking of another gambling. I, damn, I have no idea. I, I think you're right. I some weird stuff here. I think you're right. But, uh... He has surprised me, Bobcat Goldthwait. His movies he's making now are really good. His directing? Yes. He's got an art movie that's out right now. That's that's like Willow Creek, I think the name of it is. Right. It's uh. Well, have you seen um? That's Windy City Heat, which is hilarious. If you ever find that, check it out. He did uh. What's like the American or something like that? Oh, God oh, Bless America. God Bless America. That was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And uh, World's Greatest Dad, or World's Best Dad with Robin Williams. That's pretty funny. Oh, damn, dude. I remember that movie. Where his son accidentally kills himself yeah. in the beginning. That movie's sad. That movie's really sad. It is. But yeah. see, Goldthwait's really good at that. that. That movie, man, I almost can't watch that movie again. I'm serious. That movie hits me for some weird reason. I don't know, like the 
The Way the Boy Goes. It's a pretty big spoiler, so we won't give it away, but check that movie out. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if that one's still on Netflix, but God Bless America is. That's been on there for a yeah, while. Yeah, God Bless America. That's how I watched it like a couple years ago. But, um, uh, that's you talk about some dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Windy City Heat though is uh, you know anything about it? I don't think so. Was that it's, Bobcat Goldsmith? Yeah, he directed it. It's about a guy who's um, tapped to be in an action movie, and um, it's all fake. The entire movie is fake, but he has no idea. So his friends, who are both pieces of shit, are just putting him through the ringer on this movie. It's like a really fat Steven Seagal, and it's hilarious because they have one scene I won't tell you about. Um, where they do the merchandising thing. Yeah. They have the figures for all three characters, and his is obese. It's like <laughs> huge. And uh, oh, that sounds funny. It's really funny. I've got it on DVD, dude. Uh, if I remember next time, I'll try to bring it. I just I don't think it's on Netflix. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's not on there. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he's in it. Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla, Dan Cook. Oh wow. Oh man, I'm surprised I haven't heard of that. I saw it when it first showed on Comedy Central. Oh, I just happened to see it, and I lost my shit watching it. I was laughing so hard at that. It was so funny. You know, we were talking about... You were talking about Hot to Try. I was thinking of uh, Let It Ride. Of That's what? the movie. Let It Ride. Let It Ride with Richard Dreyfuss. I've seen that. Hot to Try was 98. Richard Dreyfuss... Uh, Let It Ride was 89. So, that's probably why. Oh, okay. See, so he's, a, he's a gambler. Has a gambling problem and... Hot to try it. I, I think I saw that around the same period of time when I was a kid. Like my parents may have rented them both on VHS. I just remember seeing the commercials. Yeah. A lot of those like that and Second Sight with uh, with Balky from Perfect Strangers. Oh, God. Yeah, I saw again. that. I saw that one. Um, I just remember a lot of those commercials. Um, Man on the Moon, the Jim Carrey. Andy Kaufman biopic. I really enjoyed it at the time. I've not gone back and watched it since. I I watched it a few times when it was on cable. Um, You know, when I had more free time and less DVDs in my DVD collection. So I probably probably wouldn't go back and watch it now. But I enjoyed it for what it was, you know. I think Andy Kaufman was kind of of out there in a not necessarily a good way. Um, But... It's too much for me, I think. Too much, yeah. You know, I thought Jim Carrey did well with that. Um, then there's the Truman Show. Yeah, which Truman Show. Another one of his Oscar grab movies that didn't pan out. Majestic. Majestic, that's another Frank, one. Frank he wants Aaron an Oscar. Man. He wants one. Well, I don't think he's going to get one now. I think Jim Carrey's a decent dramatic actor, though. I mean, he can hang. For sure. Yeah, he can. He can. This. I don't know. I don't know if it's the vehicles he's chosen or what. Well, I mean, yeah. you need uh, you need Harvey Weinstein greasing some palms. 
to win an no, Oscar. There. Um, but we could talk about the Matrix wrapping up the two thousand. I mean, uh, the nineties here. I know you're probably not a fan of the Matrix. Oh, the first one's okay. It's fine. I admire it for what it is. It's just not. It's just not my my thing. Sure. You know. But I'm, I'm not going to diss it just because of that. It, it was well made. It's another one of those things that I really enjoyed at the time that right. you know I go back and revisit and it does not hold up very well it at all. It doesn't. See, I, I've never... See, I, I want to go back and watch the, the the other two movies. I saw Reloaded in the theater. I, I brought my dad to see it. We were It was my dad and my brother. We went and saw Reloaded. And I pumped it up. I was like, Dad, this is the coolest thing ever. You're going to fucking love it. And... Uh, have you seen Reloaded? Major like the Reloaded? second one? Yeah. It's the only one I was saying. It's very fucking bizarre. Like, it's... It probably has some good parts in it, but, like, the first, like, hour and 45 minutes is, like, a bunch of, like, people underground, like, dancing, like, a tribal rave. What? And it's really, really weird and, and not good. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I felt like an idiot for telling my dad how good it was going to be. Um... I don't know. I, I may revisit it, but I'm definitely going to fast forward through those parts. Um, oh. It's also Ghost of Mars. Yeah. Which, for me, you can, oh, they're vampires as well. Yeah. I talked about John Carpenter earlier. You get into that. Vampires is probably definitely his last good movie. I enjoy vampires, but I hate Ghost of Mars. I wanted to like him. You talk about a letdown, man. Yeah. Man, my ass was in the seat opening weekend on that movie. Yeah. I was ready to go. I saw some cool trailers. I was ready to rock and roll. And You know, I really think uh, Ice Cube had a large part of the reason why I didn't like that movie. Really? Oh, that reminds me of another 90s movie we're going to get into. Go ahead, go and see. I'm done. That's pretty oh, much it. I, mean, okay. I don't really have anything good to say about it. I mean, I I like Natasha Hensridge. Um, Pam Greer was in it. Yeah. Um, I, Jason Statham was in it. Um, was he? I believe. I don't remember him, but um, but he probably was. I just don't remember. That was before he was anybody. Um, uh, I was a big Natasha Hensridge fan. Hensridge fan of the uh, species. Geez. You, we, we saw that movie, or we saw part two. God, yeah, we did see part two. I think two. I got in a wreck that day, didn't I? I got in a wreck coming back from that movie. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Either that or you backed up into a car in the parking no, lot or something. No, I think I got into a wreck. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Something happened to your car. I remember right something there. awful happened. Oh. That's, uh, so that's got, got an awesome uh, memory. Um, yeah, Jason Statham, wasn't it? Was he? Um... Anaconda. Okay. Let's go and get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I enjoy Anaconda. You know, I like which, Anaconda. It's, and see, that's cool about, you know, the Rift Tracks thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, have you heard about that? They, they're doing a Kickstarter for, they're throwing Anaconda in for yeah. Godzilla, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? I want to see both of them. Um, God, man. John Voight. Playing like a Brazilian. I don't know what the hell he's playing. He's playing like some weird Ahab wannabe. He's got a weird accent. I know that. That he he's eating whole. 
I mean, that, that, that snake inhales him. And later you see his face on the side of the snake's body as if the snake does not have any ribs. Right. And then the snake vomits John Void up. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, sure, spoiler alert for those who are dying to see Anaconda. Uh, when you can't breathe, you can't scream. God, that... An ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez... Well, fucking Eric Stoltz is in a coma the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Uh, he's stomped uh, by, like, some sort of, like, underwater wasp or some stupid shit. And then, so he just takes a nap. For the is that what it was? Yeah, it was something weird like that. Like something got into his throat or something. Oh, Jesus. Stung him. But, uh, no, he he spent a lot of time on his back in that movie. Luke Wilson was in that. No, Owen Wilson. Owen, okay. I keep That's what I was going to say. It was one of his years. first movies. But that I remember, you know, probably like after Bottle Rocket. But, uh... He was like... Didn't he have like long hair? He was like a douchebag, like surfer, like the cameraman. Yeah, he was like a, a stupid blonde dude. Yeah. You know, the kind of person you want in the Amazon. The kind of person you want to get eaten by a snake. Yeah. Or by John Void. Whichever comes first. Uh, John Void just eats him whole. Um, he chews the scenery in Owen Wilson's face. <laughs> but it, it's a fun movie, though. I, I yeah, call like it looks it. like yeah. shit. Of course, it looks awful. It goes from 30 to 60 feet. Oh, it's that thing... They do like a, a far away shot, and that thing is like 100 feet long. I know. And like 30 feet wide. Like, it's ridiculous. Then they show the animatronic one. Oh, really? Because you know, they made that animatronic one. And it's like one. 20 feet long? Yeah. It's like the size of a real anaconda with a big head. And uh, it says the CGI for the anaconda cost $100,000 a second. Worth every penny. Dude. That, that's all that movie has just size that oh uh, Alien Resurrection oh yeah we even skip the other two Alien movies Alien uh, yeah I think we talked about Alien on here before we've talked about the first three I don't think we've talked about four we didn't go to Resurrection I don't think I saw I saw Alien Resurrection but uh Two or three times in the theater, at least. Did you? I saw it in theaters myself. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, director's name. Is it Jean Paul Junot? Oh, Jean Jean Paul Junot. City of Lost Children. Man, that guy! I am a big, big fan of his movies. And if you watch some of his other movies, or if you watch Alien Resurrection without knowing his directing style, you wouldn't know it. But watching his other movies, like that movie is, you can tell is one of his. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the, he's very visual, dude. He's got great visuals. I'm not gonna say it's a good movie. I mean, I think visually it's a good movie. Some yeah, of the CGI good. doesn't hold up, but he, uh, yeah, City of Lost Children is awesome. Like, you know, as I got older and you know watched some of these movies, Delicatessen, uh, Amelie. I think Amelie is probably. One of the best visual movies I've ever seen. Watch that in, uh, like, the Blu-ray. Really good transfer Mm -hmm. in Blu-ray. Man, some beautiful colors in that movie. You know, different than The City of Lost Children. It's real dark. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, I've seen Olive Oil. Oh, have you? You like yeah. it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Mick Max is a newer movie he's made in 2009, which I thought was really good as well. Very similar to uh, Delicatessen, hmm. the visual style. But uh, I'd recommend watching everything that guy's done. I'm a big fan of his. But you gotta love Ripley shooting a basketball. Come on, Ripley just draining three pointers. She's got like acid for blood. She's awesome. She starts making out with a queen. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, Sigourney Weaver probably had entirely too much to do with the creative behind this movie. Is why it sucked. She, you you know, she was an anti-gun activist this whole time and didn't ever want to hold a gun, which is why I don't think she touches a gun this whole movie. She like kills uh, people. What are you with gonna do against her blood acids? I don't know. I, I really like a lot of her movies, but her politics, like you know, like you said, keep politics at home. Yeah. Don't let that involve your fucking. You're. It's a movie. You holding a fucking gun in a movie is not state. Is not a statement about you know guns in real life. I and mean, we're talking about a fantasy here. Well, I mean, it's not like you can write a strongly worded statement to an alien begging it not to, you know, tear your face off. Look, I know you want to kill me right yeah. now, but look, I don't have a gun because, you know, insert reason. Yeah. You know. It may work against a predator, though. I'll give her that. She's just going against the wrong alien. The predator would, uh... Yeah. He would just play some pre-recorded sound he's recorded earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, uh... <laughs> what was some of the shit that he said? The predator, you know, when he'd play his, his stuff other oh, people say. Uh, like, I remember the second one, he was like, Dude, Anytime. <laughs> or some shit. Yep, anytime. Starts laughing like Billy in the first yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you remember the scene with them when they were swimming underwater and yes. showed the aliens coming up behind them? I thought that was really cool. You know, and. Ron Perlman is awesome as always. Oh yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman and uh, Dominique Pinion are two of the guys that Jean Pierre's you know always use. The guy was in that wheelchair thing. Yeah, yeah. Those are two of his staple actors that he likes to use. Um, yeah, just a really cool flick. I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it probably more when it came out than I do now, but. I haven't gone back and watched it myself. A lot of those later 90s things I really haven't revisited. Unless I love them, you know. But, I mean, you have anything else you want to mention? No. No, I, I think that's that's about it for this one. You don't want to talk a little bit longer? Sure. But, uh, um, alright guys well we appreciate you listening as always you can check us out on twitter at 2Ps on a pod that is the number 2 and we appreciate you listening thanks we'll see you next time